everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Leviathan Podcast. As usual, my name is Mac. And my name is Ren. Today we are going to talk to you about issue 44, Fresh Off the Presses. It hit your inbox this morning. We're going to jump right in with news from the deep. Tinder's machine learning algorithm can now serve your most appealing photos to potential dates. So they've known for a while that certain kinds of photos on Tinder do a lot better. Uh, if you're not wearing sunglasses, if you're not wearing a hat, uh, the same people can get way more swipes with one versus the other. So now they're adding machine learning to that, and they're paying attention to which photo is your... They're basically A-B testing your photos. Yeah. So whichever one is getting the most swipes, they'll start putting that one as your kind of cover image. And do you think there's any kind of feedback to you as the user about this, or are they just doing this all for you? They're doing it for you. It's totally automated. Okay. I bet that's pretty useful. Uh, Sarah seeks to give artificial intelligence people skills. So this is a, another virtual assistant, but what they're trying to get her to do is be able to pick up on your mood and your tone and respond accordingly. So if you're in a really bad mood and you want your customer service right now, goddammit, uh, she will get right to the point. If you're smiling and you're laughing and you know, you're know you having a good time, she will engage and make it kind of fun. It's coming out of Carnegie Mellon. I heard those people are smart. <laughs> uh, do you think this is like a video analysis service? Do you think it is text? What is the input that Sarah is? It's video. So it's cameras and a microphone. So it can actually tell so if you're both smiling. and voice and facial expressions. Yeah. So some of it I think is also text-based, but definitely they're also examining facial features. I wonder where that actually gets used because the idea of AI camera microphone setups being the face of customer service makes a ton of sense. I can see that mm -hmm. being everywhere. But I've also never actually dealt with it. I've never I, yeah, I don't know that it exists on a consumer-facing level yet. It will. Definitely. It will. Uh, give a 3D printer artificial intelligence, and this is what you'll get. This is super cool. So 3D printing, you know, we were all really, really excited about it, but we hit some problems with it pretty early on. And one of the big problems was scaling it up. It works really well on the small scale, but it doesn't print fast enough on the big scale. So uh, these people are merging AI into 3D printing to try and get it to print on a much larger scale. And does that involve coordinating multiple printers or anything? It does. So it has two things. They, they gave the printers cameras and AI, so that they could immediately see if there was a problem, so that a human wouldn't need to be watching it to correct in case anything went wrong. And then they also have put together multiple, so they strapped multiple foam guns to robotic arms to print intricate structures. Machine learning will never take over Google's whole search algorithm. There's been a lot of talk lately with Google, and I mean, everyone always wants to try and figure out what the algorithm is, of course, and no one, you know, they are tight-lipped about it because they don't want you to game the system. But something we do know is that they have introduced RankBrain, and there is machine learning going on there. So they have come out and said that it will never be the whole part of the process, that it's not taking over, it's just supplementing. So an interesting article would be to ask... Ramton to explain to us what Google search does that is not based on machine learning mm -hmm. and what is. Because at the end of the day, a lot of this just sounds like computers doing smart computer things. <laughs> but there are distinct differences between their standard search practices and machine learning. Definitely. Breaking that out. Pay attention to your listeners. We're going to talk to our friend Ramton about that. Uh, and next up, 
This is pretty futuristic. The new iPhone is just a clear piece of glass with AI. So for all of you people who rushed out and bought the new iPhone, this is probably yeah. making you want to like hit yourself in the face. <laughs> because, of course, as soon as there's a new one, they're talking about the next new one. So this is obviously not the one that you have in your hands now. But they are talking about the next phone coming out. And apparently, it is just going to be a pure, clear piece of glass. But what's interesting to us is that... Apparently, um, about a month or so before Viv.ai sold to Samsung, yeah. they specifically said that they had absolutely no interest in selling the company. Then they went to Apple and got a demo of what Apple was working on in terms of the new edition of Siri, and they immediately turned around and sold the company. Which mm. seems to be an indicator that something big is brewing in Apple, and that maybe they were concerned that if they didn't sell now, they wouldn't get the opportunity. So for more context, the people who invented Viv.ai are literally the people who invented Siri in the first place. They sold it to Apple, they spent, I believe, a couple of years there, left, started Viv, and always claimed that this was the full vision of Siri, that Siri was the stepping stone, and this is what they're trying to build. As you say, months ago, this was one of the most exciting independent companies mm -hmm. in the AI space. The flip to Samsung was confusing. Interesting uh, industry observations mm -hmm. we have here. What did they see in Cupertino? <laughs> Last up, we have our quick links and then the article of the week. Quick links. InQtel partners with Brainspace for digital investigations. Compli Advantage raises $8.2 to fight financial crime. China is now doing more AI research than U.S. per project. What great quick links. <laughs> Lastly, the article of the week, UK MPs call for AI commission to tackle the Star Wars-style future. So it's slightly ridiculous uh, title there, but interesting. So we've just had um, the U.S. report on the future of artificial intelligence come out. So after uh, about six months of research and public talks, they have sort of come out and said how the government is going to address these changing needs in AI. So the UK is now saying they want the same thing. Sounds good. Yeah, no reason not to. It's coming. It's going to change things. It would be nice if government could catch up. <laughs> the last, last thing is our post of the week. We have our friend, Not Quite Miss Manners, who tells us about etiquette in the new AI lubricated world. <laughs> This one, to be honest, I think you should read this. What to do if you fall in love with the AI representation of your best friend's dead girlfriend? The, the question begs. This is something that our children are going to have to deal with. It really is. And on that weird <laughs> note, thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next week. Bye.